Hey, Sporkies, welcome back to the long-awaited return of your favorite spork feeding series, the only spork feeding series on the podcast market. I have everybody with me today. You know the cast and crew. Don't I? Don't all say hello <laughs> me. once. Yeah, oh, it's me. On. Well, I just figured we had an order. I figured Gavin <laughs> goes first. Nobody. Nobody. But Dan was going to introduce us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joined today by Gavin. Yeah. John <laughs> and Chelsea. Present. <laughs> nice. Present. Awesome. Great. Cool. Beautiful. So we're all here. We're here to talk about conspiracy theories. Now we could probably do conspiracy theory spork feedings every single month for the next multiple, multiple years. So let us know what you think about that. Just a reminder, <laughs> we do have stickers still plenty to give away. It's really easy. All you gotta do is make sure you follow us on one platform, Instagram, Twitter. And you can then rate us five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Those are the two platforms we're on right now officially. Um, rate us five stars, screenshot proof, send it to us on Instagram or Twitter or email us at bloodysporkpod at gmail.com. And we will get into contact with you to send you some stickers your way or a local handoff wherever you may be located. Um, there is no restriction now. You just tell me how many stickers you want and that's how many stickers you'll get, honestly. Without further ado, we are talking about conspiracy theories today there's a wide range of theories at this point you know i remember in middle school there was like the same core 10 or so that you always talked about at whatever parties you managed to go to in middle school if you went to parties (laughs) i was fortunate enough to go to at least three so i knew what i needed to talk about do you guys have any (laughs) past or favorite conspiracy theories growing up that you didn't already do so much research on. Growing up, yeah, everyone okay. always told me that JFK's assassination was like an inside job. Okay. And, uh, you know, that's one of the more plausible ones, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But for basically until 2012, I was convinced the Earth was going to blow up. I'm still and, convinced uh, the Earth will blow up. <laughs> well, I, I mean, in like... I think in elementary school and middle school, I wrote actual reports on the entire ideology of December 21st, 2012. Mm. And like I included things from the I Ching, which is that like ancient Chinese book that talked about it, the Mayan calendar, uh, Native American, anything you can think of. The 2012 shit was my jam. (laughs) But I also was scared. <laughs> I remember being legitimately fucking paranoid about that at the time. I was a little worried. Yeah, I'm. I'm still in. I'm still in the camp that they just stopped wanting to, you know, record the dates. I've heard theory now that basically they read it wrong the first time, and now the actual year is like 2027. Or They're always saying that shit. There's always a reason. Yeah, they. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's oh, like every bro, fucking cult, every now. doomsday cult. There's always a reason. Bro, they didn't account for leap year. They didn't account for leap year. Exactly. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, I'm like, you guys, at, I remember Y2K. Well, you know, that was I was Go for it. Right? What? Well, we were all two for Y2K. I don't know. I was you three, were alive, actually, but you don't and, remember that oh, shit. Oh, sorry. My fault. <laughs> I, I'm familiar I'm familiar with Y2K's game. I know Chris Jericho. That's a... That's about I, it. I have a quote from Chris Jericho already. Look at you. I don't even know who the fuck that hey. is. Hey. <laughs> Uh, well, kicker, kick. <laughs> what? Kick. <laughs> yeah. 
So we'll start immediately with some uh, fan entries. We had two listener entries for Conspiracy Theories over again at Instagram, at Bloody Spork. People were able to submit their favorite conspiracy theories. So I'm going to start with one that was a little bit harder to find definitive research behind. However, there was definitive research proving it wrong, but we're still going to talk about it. I had from Emily, good friend of the show, uh, she brought forth the moon is a spaceship theory or moon is a ship and basically this goes back to the 70s as a known as the vasin share share bakov theory dude that is <laughs> a hypothesis that claims that earth's moon may actually be alien spacecraft wait dan uh, i need you to stop can i interrupt yeah. real quick because i'm is so what pissed you... at emily right now <laughs> this is was this your theory yes. that you did deep yes. did you want to you want to just cold open with your deep deep you know what, fuck it, yeah i had a whole bit prepared and everything ruined the whole flow <laughs> <laughs> that's well i was unaware next time we'll be sure no, that's to, fine that's fine i didn't realize somebody had already brought it up but <laughs> <sighs> where do i even start with hollow moon theory man this this thing has has i've grown obsessed it has enraptured me, and I've not been able to think of anything else for years. Because there was this, this one time I was doom-scrolling on Twitter, as I tend to do, right? And so Not allowed tweet, anymore. Not allowed, apparently. We are only recording 600 today, a day. where we only get 600 tweets a day, unfortunately. Unbelievable. Fucking ridiculous. News. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, yes. It's just Elon Musk. He somehow made the app worse. I'm going to catch him. I'm going to make him pay. He's going to make him think bad. You're gonna catch it. <laughs> John personally will handle it for all of us guys. Yes. But Elon um, John and Mark Zuckerberg, it's a triple threat. <laughs> but there is this one tweet that somebody was like, Oh, quote with your favorite conspiracy theory and somebody was like, The moon isn't real. And when I read that, I was like, What what it blew my mind because I was like, How could anyone possibly believe that? And then I was like, But what if? What is it? And so I did a whole thing where I fucking, this whole weekend, I've, I've just been fucking getting into this. And I feel like I've unlocked unlocked some kind of greater awareness in the universe, dude. I feel like a fucking, I feel like I've achieved enlightenment. John won't be available for next week's episode because they're going to take him out for the information he's about to tell us. Yeah, I'm his about to. His soul is going to be leaving his body. <laughs> exactly. Any second now. I'm about to get be vaporized strike. from his very seat. Exactly. There's a red dot on the wall behind you, and it's moving towards yeah, no, your that's head. Weird. <laughs> Unbelievable. It keeps getting in my eyes. I don't get what that is. So, the hollow moon theory, or the spaceship moon theory, which is another name for it. And I'm reading this verbatim off the Wikipedia entry because it's so funny. OurSolarSystem.Fandom.com <laughs> proposes that the Earth's moon is either wholly hollow or otherwise contains a substantial interior space. No scientific e evidence exists to support this idea. <laughs> Which I, I just find unfair because, like, this is real shit that people, that's being spoken right now. And people are just, just you know, fucking pushing it to the side as if it's just like a joke. Which it isn't. How many times have we been to the moon, really? Like, in actuality? Exactly. Can we... Can we truly disprove? <laughs> so, can it be? I, I read that. 
I read the same page and there was the whole next paragraph is just scientific debunking of the theory and how based on some physical presence of the moon, it's impossible for it to be hollow. But who cares? That just sounds like fucking propaganda to me, dude. It doesn't have to be completely hollow. Exactly. It just has to have voids. There just needs to be some space in there, obviously. Partial hollowness, yes. (laughs) Yes, the partial hollow theory. It's like trying to convince somebody that Earth's not hollow. (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) Dumb. I have a basement, of course it's hollow. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Idiot. Like, next they're going to tell me it's not flat. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> well, now you're getting into some deeper ideals. I don't know. <sighs> so the first person yeah, I... that proposed this idea back in, like, fucking a thousand years ago was fucking H.G. Wells, fucking godfather of science fiction. And he was like, oh, but what if... And apparently when a fucking science fiction writer proposes something, people are just like, oh, but like, obviously he, he's onto something. Because he's, Scientology? A, he's a science fiction writer. Exactly. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, fuck the scientists. It's the science fiction writers that are right, apparently. It's science fiction, not just fiction. He's exactly. got something to back it Support up. Artists, he obviously right? has the qualifications. Yeah, I participate yeah. in math fiction. Exactly. <laughs> where I just get all the questions wrong. <laughs> uh, and so he proposes that in 1906, and he makes a whole, like, short novel about it. And he's very harmless about it because he understands that it's fiction. But it isn't until, like, the 1970s that, like, these two Soviet scientists, uh, literal astronomers and engineers, are just like, like, wait, he was on to something. <laughs> and fucking, it's called the vasin sherbakov theory. And basically yeah. they propose that the earth or the moon is completely hollow and also that it it, it hasn't always been there. Where did it come from? And it's Where so Where did it come from? It's so oh I'll tell you. <laughs> it's Nibiru. Perfect. Yeah, it's just a Nibiru token, dude. And <laughs> 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 uh, and I I Kid you not, I read this entire hypothesis that they proposed like 40 years ago. And it is probably some of the most comedic bullshit I've ever read in my life, I swear to God. The second paragraph says, Abandoning abandoning the traditional paths of common sense, we have plunged into what, into what may at first sight seem to be unbridled and irresponsible fantasy. But the more minutely we go into all the information gathered by man about the moon... We're convinced that we'll be able to bring you over to our side. <laughs> I don't know, man. It does sound like they're uh, on to something here. Oh, they're yeah, on just something. By, just they're by the pretty confident about used, it. I'm, I'm already convinced, really. So confident, yeah. dude. It's ridiculous. I've never been that confident I, I about even... anything. <laughs> it yeah. just blows me because these guys are... Like... to buy everything. These guys are like legit men of science, but for whatever reason, on this specific topic, they're like, oh yeah, dude, I'm all in. Hey, I mean, to be fair, what are the what are truly the odds that the moon and the sun look like they're the same size in the sky, but they're supposed to be so far away from us? Gavin, I love that. That seems like a little bit of a coincidence. I, I love that you bring that up because they took that into account. <laughs> it's a it's, it's a fair and honest point. I mean, like, how come nobody's ever seen them both at the same time? I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, I mean, I've never even seen the sun. They're like, don't look at it. Okay, <laughs> I mean, 
what don't they want us to see? <laughs> right, exactly. And you know what? I had to at first I was very skeptical skeptical on this because like as a red blooded American, I have no faith in <laughs> godless commie science. But Damn you know, straight, brother. As I as I continued to read <laughs> As I continued to read, I was I was brought over more and more. So I'm all in on this. Okay, okay. So they, they present three origins for the moon. Only one of them, I would say, is very reasonable. One, the moon was part of the Earth and was broken away from it, which I find to be complete fucking bullshit. I feel like we just have a perfect large circle, circle, spherical object missing. Maybe it used to be like Mickey Mouse in the sun. (laughs) (laughs) They they were the Mickey ears. (laughs) Hypothesis two. The moon was formed independently from the same cloud of dust as the Earth and then immediately became the Earth's, like, natural satellite. Which is, like, sounds reasonable, I guess, but, like, yeah, who could prove that? (laughs) Yeah, really, who was there? Right, who was there? And hypothesis number three, the moon came into being separately, far from the Earth. Yeah. <laughs> which is like maybe I, I i find that to be equally as possible again i if for for everyone who's listening if you can't tell i'm doing a fucking bit and so these <laughs> also <laughs> incredibly reasonable but then they get the out they say our hypothesis and i'm like oh my god the moon is an artificial <laughs> earth satellite put into orbit around the earth by some intelligent beings unknown to us and <laughs> they, they they in addition to that they immediately add in we refuse to engage in speculation about what happened. And I'm like, this is all speculation. <laughs> no, this is fact. This is, I will, I, I'm sure you have something about this, but for the theory of it forming far away and then reaching Earth and entering its gravitational pull, what was stopping the moon from just obliterating the Earth where asteroids which are much smaller, beat the gravitational pull and go right into the Earth. I'm like, I got no fucking clue, Gavin. I am not. Is it because the is it because the moon's so big that it can pull back? Is that what it is? I think the way it worked is that it just so happened to get caught up in the gravity of the Earth before it like made impact. So it just like got the... it just Bullshit. came at the right. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's because uh, objects of that mass, once you get to a certain mass, you get your own gravitational pull. So I exactly. assume it has to be, yeah. Like but that. if they're both pulling, then well, I, you, know. you think they have a I big old hug. they just collide? The, yeah. Well, I, okay. I think the way it works is that the moon has its own pull, and then the Earth's pull, and the moon was just coming in at a certain angle. It just got caught up in the loop, you know. <laughs> and now they, well, I guess now they have to pull on each other to stay in one location. Exactly. In the solar system. To not go into the sun. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to not, yes. What yeah. one day? I just, see. One day the moon will just wiggle loose and we'll end up slingshotting it almost <laughs> exactly just directly just... into the sun. That'll be the explosion of the sun. Like fucking Ricky Bobby and Dale <laughs> Nalton Jr. <laughs> fucking slingshot that bitch and that's when all of the nuclear weapons stored inside the moon will go off once it makes contact with the oh sun. My God. that's what the moon is it's the fail safe if we start to go towards the sun it detonates and then and we all just us. perish without having to burn to death ah uh, yeah unbelievable 
Uh, wow. So, so basically. All right, so anyway, we solved that. <laughs> we need to trademark that. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> there are CIA Damn. agents outside my house. <laughs> not going to like this episode. <laughs> and they, the, Basin and Sherbakov essentially posit that they're like, the moon, it was actually a ship. It was a Noah's Ark <laughs> for a super advanced civilization. And I'm like, oh, God. This this is this is basically like schizo posting, but like in 1970, it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> they oh, they fuck. they uh they fucking propose that the moon is hollow because it was the it was like the outer shell of a big spaceship, which was which apparently the walls are like 20 miles thick. I can't imagine yeah, any kind okay. of vessel having that kind of armor and being able to actually fucking move. Like like the Romans when they did that giant wooden horse thing. Exactly. Trojan. Trojan. All right, Dan, I'll give you three guesses. No, don't say it. Oh, what? God, Damn. he didn't know. <laughs> he didn't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I ruined it. Fucked up. Oh, either way. <clears throat> I'm not the what? greatest history buff. Well, you actually didn't also, know, Also, disclaimer, we know how space and fucking gravity works, okay? We were just joking. For Everybody who's going to be like, um, actually, the moon is going to... Fuck you all. Yeah, shut up, nerds. <laughs> we all took our higher-level science courses in high school. We were refusing to reject the reality at this moment oh, in time. I love... I miss this. I miss antagonizing the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they, they posit that the fucking advanced civilization that was riding in the moon were escaping some kind of <laughs> enemy threat. And this is when it gets, if it wasn't already ridiculous before, it got even more ridiculous because a bunch of people were like, okay, but like, what explains the craters in the moon? Their, their whole sticking point is that like, wait, if the moon was constantly being impacted by meteorites and asteroids, like... Obviously, the craters they leave would be so deep, they would drill into the moon. And <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> they were like, well, obviously, if the craters are so shallow, that means it's because there's fucking armor under the initial layer of crust of the moon, <laughs> which is protecting the, in the interior of the spaceship. And that's when I was like, holy shit. There's they a, nailed it. I, I don't understand how, I don't understand how <laughs> Russia's space pro program made it so far. With people this like this are in charge. Just random. Ugh. Didn't they like intentionally explode the moon? Like, re like I say, recently within like the past, I don't know, fifteen years. Am That's I just okay. saying that, or is something hit the moon? I think I feel like a newer crater, newer, bigger crater was formed in the moon within recent history, and it was important. But maybe I just live in my own world. I'm not sure. I, I mean, haven't I kept up with the news. I know they shot something into space at an asteroid to see if they could affect its course, and we did. So I sure hope they didn't do that to the moon. <laughs> yes, I would hope not. And also, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised because a lot of science just seems to me just people blowing shit up and seeing what happens. <laughs> Throwing explosives yeah. and shit, yeah. Works for me. <laughs> so... It, it, there's the arc theory, and people theorize that, oh my god, imagine the technology that's stuck inside the moon that we can't get to, and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> but, but, back there. but there comes a, 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 what's the word? There are people that contest that side of the theory, and they're like, no, it wasn't asteroids that struck the moon, it left those craters. 
the fucking moon has craters on it because they were being followed by an enemy, and those are signs of the bombardment <laughs> of the missiles that hit the moon. And it just goes. Apparently, it just turns into Star Wars at that point. Okay, yeah, that's what it sounds like, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need what? It, what's that show where they just do math to prove <laughs> things wrong? Like, Cyber they just do insane. Well, well, that's you're right. That is. That, I was. <laughs> what was that? I was thinking like. Cyber like the kids, Discovery yeah. Channel show where they just do... But anyway, someone needs Death to do buses. the math for... Well, sure. that's one, too. But I think it's like... It might be just like a YouTube thing or something. <laughs> um, but someone needs to do the math for how fast the Earth and the Moon are moving. And then how fast a missile would have to be from a certain distance to then catch and hit the Moon. To then also create a crater. Because <laughs> yeah. I imagine that is yeah. a speed not possible... <laughs> Yeah. They'll figure it out. When they're, when they're ready to invade the moon base, they'll they'll figure it out. Exactly. Well thank you, John. That's very I'm glad. Oh, I I'm trust me, I'm not I'm not even done, buddy. We're, we're Oh. <laughs> it gets even stupider. <laughs> so So there's this guy named Rob Shelsky. He's a paranormal investigator slash writer. He only he wrote Trust. novels, aka romance novels. So I don't know where he gets his credentials from. And <laughs> I read an interview from him, and somebody was like, "Why do you believe in the hollow earth theory?" And he was like, "Well, listen, I think it's just because, like, obviously, obviously it's a spaceship because the moon hasn't always been here." And when I read that, I was like, "What do you mean by that?" <laughs> and he he says that apparently he theorizes that the moon is only has only been in our orbit. For 12,000 years. And his justification for that is he was like, well, look back at all the cave paintings, you know? The further back you go in history, the less you see the moon in, like, traditional art and shit. And I'm like, well, obviously the caveman didn't draw the moon because they didn't fucking go outside at night. <laughs> Hear me out. He might uh, be onto something. <laughs> I, oh, he's on Hey, man. <sighs> Cavemen only drew things that were important. Exactly. The moon, doesn't the moon is fucking. I grew up my whole life thinking that the moon controlled the tides. Does it not? And then when I got into middle school, they told us no, it's mostly the sun. <laughs> I don't think I ever learned that. And I was like, they... really? so I was like, then what the fuck? <laughs> what does it do? <laughs> it's, just, it's just an eyesore. That's what it is. Okay. Parasite. All right. All right. I don't know. Okay. These are some interesting, mean things to say about the moon. I mean, it's I just know, a sorry, rock, man. Dan. Yo, come on. But so is it's just Earth. Just a mothership, Dan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but ro- but we're on Earth, so we matter. I can tell you, we do not. Who's to... <laughs> True. Who's to say there isn't people on the moon right now existing? Some deep, dark relative of the human line made it out the to moon sp- crabs the yeah, moon, moon crabs. creatures of sorts they're in the they're in the core the hollow core that's where they're living right now <laughs> and it's just like Gosh. i know there's a bunch of like cool like intricate science shit that i it could explain to debunk this whole thing and nasa's already <laughs> done it for me and they were just like bro we've literally we know like the fucking core of the moon is made of <laughs> you iron you don't have to report on this exactly have you not seen its cheese and- though I have not seen its cheese. You've not watched Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> For the butter. True. Is that okay. where that originated? Maybe. Yeah. Or was it prior to that? 
But oh. even even it's after all that, people were just like, well, no, it's hollow. And the NASA was just like, there's earthquakes. Like, there's quakes on the moon. <laughs> that wouldn't be possible if it was hollow. How does the moon have earthquakes, I was just say that. True. Sorry. Moonquakes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well. You're contradicting what? yourself. Who's to say? <laughs> We've Science never been. No, one, no one's ever been to the moon, really. That's a challenge. Literally, theory. no one's ever been. And that'll be in part 74 of our conspiracy theories. It, that's it makes me uncomfortable, actually. I'm looking out the window right now, and I see that evil fucking device floating up there. <laughs> One I, can, day, I can see the scope glint. It's just standing there menacingly. <laughs> I can see. Uh, yeah, moon, really. I can see the moon sniper targeting me because I know too much. There's <laughs> a high pitched sound coming from the moon <laughs> <laughs> that only select uh, individuals can hear. Exactly, but that's all I got. The moon is fake, everybody. The moon is fake. Thank you. So that came from Emily, and unsurprising, well, very surprisingly so, one of us did it. So, ta <laughs> Deep dive research, because I didn't do that. Now, to our other user-submitted one, I just closed the tab for, uh, <laughs> comes in from Eric, good friend of the show as well, has his own show. Make sure you check out Electrified with Eric Lyons. Funny guy, fun sports takes. Uh, be sure to give him a listen. He suggested... And I know Gavin's familiar. Chelsea and John, I'm not sure if you're as familiar. Uh, nope. The Chris Benoit uh, double homicide <laughs> suicide uh-huh. was staged. Uh huh. Wait, who is this? This episode is so getting taken down. <laughs> yeah. We apologize. So I, <laughs> we apologize to I, everyone. I won't report much because uh, Vince McMahon sues anything that walks that has anything negative to say. Just have to say allegedly. Movie. So allegedly, yes, of course, allegedly, and I'll, I'll link my sources. This is where our Chris Jericho quote may or may not play in. Um, <laughs> uh, if you're unfamiliar, back in 2007, at arguably the peak of his career, Chris Benoit basically went on a bender of sorts, uh, ended up going home one day, uh, decided to murder his wife, his child, and then himself, hanging himself with his gym equipment, who is Chris Benoit? He had CTE. Isn't isn't there a whole thing where Chris Benoit was like feeling resentful because he wanted to be the champion and they didn't let him? I believe that does play into it. Combined with all the head trauma. Yes. Well, his fucking finisher was a diving headbutt from the top <laughs> rope oh, in, in, into people like into other people's shoulders. And who, he was on roids. Who is he? So you can't have CTE. Chris Benoit and be, was a wrestler. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank you. So you can't have CTE and be on steroids, yeah, and have family and be a rational person. That doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't like that does not compute. Mix, no. If if I'm resourceful and funny enough, I'll be sure to have his um, intro music playing. Basically. Oh my god! Do not, do not, god, do, do not do that. We will also, I'll just sing it. There you go. That's it. That's it. That's it. You know what? I it's so, not funny. We're laughing out of the pain. Exactly. Allegedly, where the theory comes in is that it was organized as a mob hit, and so uh, not a lot of facts behind it. Uh, basically, Bill Apter, who wrote a wrestling magazine at the time, was kind of in and out of the industry, had a big uh, intel on pretty much everything going on. He was on Chris Jericho's Talk is Jericho podcast. Go give it a listen, I guess. Shameless plug. 
Uh, he says he thinks that Chris got in some sort of trouble. He didn't know what it was or what it was after or whatever, but he thinks something happened. Uh, he thinks that when he got home, Nancy and his son were already dead. And then past that, if the mob wants to stage your murder like a suicide, they'll just stage your murder like a suicide. So that's part of it. Um, the other part, some mysterious coincidences at the time. His Wikipedia page was updated 14 hours prior to the official death announcement. So his Wikipedia page had already declared his wife and son dead 14 hours before it broke his public news. To which the person who updated the Wikipedia page just said it was a tragic accident that just so happened to occur. A little weird. Um... Also found in his system, it was apparent that he had uh, about 10 beers worth and some wine before hanging himself from gym equipment. Daddy, and you have to think, <laughs> you got to think, he is a pretty big guy, but to have intaked, in intaked, to have drank that much alcohol and then be able to set up a system to hang yourself with home gym equipment is a feat to say the least. But I won't be testing it out personally. Shit, dude. I can barely stand up after 10 beers. <laughs> so, and the last uh, bit of weird coincidence was that the, they were able to determine that his son had, had been murdered on Saturday or Sunday, strangulation. And if that were the case, that means that Nancy had to have been dead in the house for at least a day or two before he then decided to kill his son. Which is just weird. A lot of people speculate like, yes, their relationship was in and of itself a bit heated. And they had some dis domestic disputes. Um, but no matter what, uh, Chris had love for his son. And there was never any issues with him as a father. Like, never were there reports of him being an abusive dad. So, no matter what, people are always sketchy about the fact that he murdered his son. People will then bring in, oh, well, he killed his wife slash mother already. Guilt, etc., etc. I had never even heard of this before until reading it, but into it just now. Um, but I could understand where the idea of a mob head comes into it. I, but like, who, so who gets murdered by the mob anymore? <laughs> That's true. They just got really good at hiding it. I guess. Yeah, probably from, from what I know of this case, um, Chris missed, I think it was a Monday night raw. Mm -hmm. it, obviously it was either a Raw or a Friday Night Smackdown I don't remember which day um, it might have been Friday because then he was nobody could get in contact with him all weekend he was going to so, he went to a doctor on Friday I believe is what it was yeah something like that um, and then finally when somebody got a hold of him he was very much like oh uh, you know I, I love you guys blah blah kind of been coherent you know how that is right. and then they did the huh I was going to say, I think that was Chavo Guerrero that he yeah. that talked who, to him last. Who talked to him, yeah. And then they did the autopsies and everything, and his wife and son were dead longer than he was. So people have the idea that, yeah, they were dead before him, and then he was in the house with both of them for multiple days festering, and then he did the deed. Um so either, I mean, the conspiracy or the fact, it, it's fucking traumatic and terrible regardless of what, what it is. But um, I'll share a quote from Paul Heyman who was, he's as deep in the business as you can get. He said that 
only one person in that house had a choice in the matter, and it was Chris. So yeah. he doesn't, so Paul does not feel any sympathy for him yeah. whatsoever, which is pretty crazy because Paul Heyman's one of the most res- respected individuals. And, you know, if he's, if he has that take on the matter, then to me, that's the facts. Yeah. You know, because he would know. It, I don't think he would say something like that if there was a something underlying, you know, because that, that's putting a lot of attention on the matter. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know that. That's just crazy. I don't subscribe to this conspiracy theory, mostly because it's a little insensitive to his family. And also because people underestimate that CTE is one hell of a thing, man. Mm-hmm. That shit destroys your brain. I mean, and he this case was one of like the one of many, but one of the driving forces in WWE, at least about concussions and head trauma and protecting the superstars and things like that. Yeah. So it's. I mean, and they didn't even know. I mean, I don't think at least because the next night after he was, they knew he was dead. They had like an in memoriam segment on the yeah, show on the fly. Yeah. So I'm not sure that the whole murder suicide came out right away either. Yeah. But and the last point I'll bring, uh, because this was written shortly after the events, is written July second, two thousand seven. Um, just to put more in the theory camp, the point here, how can we be sure that this isn't a triple murder made to look like a murder-suicide? What better way to get back at someone than to kill him and his family and destroy his reputation at the same time, just to fall more in line with the mob hit theory, per se? Um, we'll never know. Ultimately, super tragic. Um, but, like I said, a theory I was unaware of to begin with. So, thank you again, yeah, I mean, Eric. I was always under the impression the mob wanted you to suffer. Exactly. <laughs> so... Like, killing him seems pointless. But I Also, a hanging? That seems so not mob style. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know but I feel like... like make him drown or something. Right. There's probably plenty of torture they could have done with gym equipment wiring. Yeah. So, I don't know. Ripped his fingernails off. Some crazy shit like that. Exactly. But, thank you again, Eric. That does it for our user-submitted ones. So, Chelsea... Eric, I'm going to kiss you. Oh, sorry. Okay, got it. Chelsea... <laughs> I am unaware off the top of my head what you did, so please present your information. Thank you. You are welcome. Um, I went ahead and was I went with the uh, satanic panic, or really, I guess, kind of like moral panics in a way, which I know in it of itself is not a conspiracy theory, but they always encompass like conspiracy theories. They're kind of like an overarching, I don't know, umbrella for them that happen all the time. Um, yeah, and I wanted to do this because it is, like, a constant theme throughout history, and it's pretty wild, and it's happened very recently with, like, QAnon and stuff, so yeah, I think it's a good thing to talk about. So, the Satanic Panic itself, the, like, what we got that catchy name from, began in the 1980s and lasted through the early to mid-90s. Um, it was possibly brought on by a recession that started in the 80s, and people were turning to conservative and traditional values and the nuclear family to kind of, like, I don't know, feel like they're, like, rooted in something and feel more, like, safe and secure. I don't know. Um, and then in 1980, there was a book called Michelle Remembers that was published, um, and it claimed to be a true story of a woman's experience growing up in a satanic sex cult. Um, the memories of which she claims to have recalled during recovered memory therapy. Uh, it recounted wild, uh, 
wild tales of satanic ritual abuse that involved animal sacrifices, group sex, elaborate rituals, and even, like, the sacrificing of babies. Um, and the woman, Michelle, wound up marrying the psychologist who helped her recover these memories and co-published the book with her. So. Naturally. Really. Recover the money, money, money. Great ethics. That's Dan's dream. Good stuff. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> Are made of. Go on. Yes. Uh, and then in 1983, a mother claimed that a teacher at her son's preschool in Manhattan Beach, California, molested her son. Um, she said her child told her that the teacher was flying in the air, drilled children under the arms, and had sex with animals. And she was like accusing this of like multiple oh people in this preschool, all because of something she said her child told her. Um, and with that, the police sent a letter to parents of the preschool children, instructing them to ask their children if the teachers had ever touched them inappropriately, photographed them naked, or if they had seen a teacher child tie a child up. Uh, and after several months of investigating, police determined that 360 children had been abused. Um, <laughs> yeah. Other claims cropped up, such as like children claiming to have traveled in a hot air balloon and to have been flushed down toilets in a la- like into a labyrinth of like secret underground tunnels where these rituals were supposed to be. can never trust kids. Never trust a kid. Like who the, who the fuck was like, yeah, yeah, let's call the cops on this one. You, uh, you know what, child? I'm going to take everything you just said at face value. Yep. It sounds <laughs> For My son exactly would correct. not lie about being flushed, flushed down, down a giant toilet. toilet. I have raised him very well for three years. Uh but yeah, um, so yeah, there were yeah all these crazy claims came up. Uh, three years later, before the trials for all these claims and crazy shit even had even ended, the mother who had made the original claim died of alcoholism, and it turned out she had been diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. So, ah, uh, that explains you don't a lot. Say. Explains a lot. Beast. All the credibility out the freaking window in one you know? fell swoop. Yep. What is it um, about the 80s that back then people were just as, like, naive as, like, medieval, like, peasants? <laughs> They're just like, oh, clearly it's a witch. Yeah. Although, yeah. I don't know, I've got some other stuff that I don't, I don't think it's gotten better. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, it was also eventually determined that when police interviewed the children of the preschool, they asked questions that were leading and suggestive, likely causing many of the outrageous claims that were made. Basically, like, kind of just Naturally, getting them to say yes. Kids easily persuaded. Oh, yeah. Sounds about yeah, right. So, wasn't great. Um, throughout that time, nearly tw- 200 people were charged with crimes related to the satanic panic, and at least 26 went to jail. One man served 20 years of a 40-year sentence, and two parents were sentenced to 40 years in prison, and a lot of these children, um, they were basically, like, groomed into giving these answers. Um and, like, forced to kind of give these confessions and stuff. And then, like, many years later, these kids have, like, recanted and, like, I'm so sorry I ever lied about it. But, I mean, like, what were they supposed to do? They're, they're kids. And these <laughs> adults are fucking insane. Um, Indeed. Also related to the panic, de- you know, like, Dungeons and Dragons was supposed to be something part of the satanic <laughs> panic because it had things about demons and devils and mentioned monsters and stuff. Never- we can never have anything fun. There's always got to... You never... never Somehow nerd culture always comes back into being at the forefront of everything. 
I know, dude. Fuck, GTA fall. doesn't make me want to blow up the school, okay? Yeah, like, even <laughs> Just because <laughs> I robbed someone for their car digitally. No, no, our, our it just I smoke some hookers. Doesn't mean... <laughs> Ga- games Games aren't to blame for shit. Bullies are. Tackle the bully problem in America. Just yeah, right, dude. Bring bullying back. Exactly. We need more bullying. B-B-B, boys. I will speak no further. Chelsea Just because proceed. I play Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't mean I fucking worship Lucifer, alright? Debatable that's what, at best, really. That's what ACAB means. All kids are bullies. <laughs> 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 they are though. That's a theory. I avoid children. I don't want to be bullied. Um, like hey, <laughs> I equally enjoy children. Uh, Kids are cruel. Fucking hard. Um, yeah, yeah. Heavy metal and stuff is also associated with you know satanic forces. Yeah, a lot of other. Um, that kind of also led to other crazy allegations to like the West Westminster. West Memphis 3 was kind of all part of this as well. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys know that, but it was uh, some like little boys were murdered in Memphis. Uh, I forget what fucking state that is in the, off the top of my head, but yeah, in Memphis. And um, Tennessee. I don't know if it's that one, though. I don't think it was that because it's West Memphis. It's not Tennessee. It's not that Memphis. Um, but yeah, these I'm kids sure they have cardinal directions in Memphis. Absolutely. Maybe. Who's really to say? <laughs> Cardinal Directions are probably their own theory. Yeah, Cardinal Directions sound like bullshit to me. Yeah. <laughs> East, My north is, is different from your north. <laughs> Magnets in the earth? I don't buy it. Um, I choose what East is. <laughs> but, me too. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, West Memphis 3, that was um, some, like, some, like, three, like, eight-year-old boys were mur- found murdered in woods, and it was, like, crazy shit had been done to their bodies, like they were mutilated, it looked bad. Um, wild. And people decided it was these kids in the area like three that... Three teenage boys. Three teenage boys who, like, wore like, uh, you know, like heavy metal band t-shirts and stuff like that. And, like, one kid was, like... They were all, like, very poor. One kid had mental like, delays and stuff. Who was also sent to jail. Like, these kids were convicted of this murder and in jail... They were only recently released, and this was in the eighties. One of them, yeah, like his permanent I eye just damage. Recently heard about it. See, the one guy that has permanent eye damage from being in like solitary confinement and like in darkness for so long. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeez. Just for wearing a Motley Crue T-shirt. I mean, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, just for li- just for listening to Judas Priest, dude. <laughs> I think that. I mean, like, there's a million fucking podcasts and stuff about that and documentaries, but that was pretty wild. But that is totally. Mm-hmm. I hope no one hears me listening to Puddle of Mud and Creed in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be God, done for it. God forbid. God forbid you the listen to one Black Sabbath song and get caught. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's been um, a ton of other moral panics, obviously, like for for fucking ever. Um, I mean, one of the biggest ones is Salem witch trials. Salem witch trials back in the nineteen or sixteen nineties. Sorry. Uh, 16, I, I wish they weren't in the next. Whew. Can you imagine witch trials like nowadays? Who are the Oh, I would have saved really? everyone. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, let her go. <laughs> Come on, ladies. <laughs> John, I'll you can, you, you. John, you can only say, take me instead one time before they're like, you know what? I know. I before they the actually do. 
Yeah, before they're just like, let's just hang this guy, really. It should have been me! <laughs> Not him! Well, they would be like, oh, he's black? He's clearly a demon. Put him in the cage. Well, we don't have to get into it, but that's literally how the Salem yeah. Witch Trials started. Yeah. So. yeah. That was just some little asshole kids making shit up. That's really yeah, what that yeah. was. Um, but yeah, so there's Salem Witch Trials. There was the Red Scare, McCarthyism, when, like, between like 1945 and 1960. Ooh, McCarthyism's a good one. The, the Red Scare is so dumb. It's really stupid. It's so dumb. God, there's more Russian... There's more Russian spies now <laughs> than ever before. Do you think we live in Russia's head rent-free like they do in ours? <laughs> oh, for sure, without a doubt. Yeah. Like, I'm sh- enough of us. I can't imagine... Like, because, like, back in the 80s, the American government was like, oh, man, the Russians are going to destroy everything. It's going to be the apocalypse. And I imagine the average <laughs> Russian person just, like, chilling over there. Well, they weren't chilling. They were literally all just dead because they ran out of food <laughs> trying to go to a war that wasn't happening. Yeah. <laughs> we're all like, oh, my God, they're coming. Oh no, just they're all, The whole population is down to, like, three. <laughs> <laughs> they're all fighting over one potato that's left. Yeah. <laughs> and our whole government's like... <laughs> Our whole government yeah, is really. just preparing for an all-out assault. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean, there's been also like a bunch of other moral panics around. Like, I mean, gosh, even now we have like you know the war on Christmas and that kind of shit. Um, and I mean, there was the freaking um, war on drugs, all that kind of crap, which we was just legalized marijuana uh, in uh, Maryland. We today, won that so, war, woo! boys. Woo! Yes, war sir. On terror. I already have a medical card, so whatever. I've been getting it for a while, but... We won the war on Za, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, anyway. uh, Five features of a moral panic are concern, hostility, census, disproportionality, and volatility. I'm pretty sure I just feel that every day. Yeah, Yeah, really. Just my average That's why shit is the way it is right now. Well, let me tell you. Perfect. Yeah, and basically, anytime you hear somebody say like "save the children" or "think of the children," yep, take a step back because you know, there's some there's a lot of shit at play here. Sometimes, some kids just need to be left behind. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, well, yeah. I don't know about that one specific. No child left behind was a panic in itself. Yeah, <laughs> it's leave <fun>. those motherfuckers. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's like whenever anybody says this, like I promise you, the children are fine. <laughs> like they're good if so, anybody's gonna be okay it's the kids yeah <laughs> yeah really they're protected um, to uh what? oh sorry you're still going i mean i, I had a lot already i did a lot damn yo perfect <laughs> okay all right i mean i can i can be done <laughs> no you're fine i was just gonna piggyback uh the idea in general to sort of like they play out as cover-ups so for deeper theories and then most recently, obviously, the uh, whatever Titanic submarine exploded. What was re- what's really happening in the big oh governments right now? All the Supreme Court shit. Yeah, really. All to where it happened a week too early. This is what I was fucking early. saying, Dan. This is what I was texting you the other day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you're like, what's well, it's gonna really be hard to say without on? being crazy? Yeah, Everything well. in the fucking media is just shit to distract us from the real shit. I mean, that, that is not, not a lie. That's totally it. true. Oh, for sure. Why do you think Trump's tweeted so much? 
I know. <laughs> they blew up that submarine, so I stopped asking. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> just what did move you on. stop I wanna, asking? I want to know now. You can't just, like, start stop. Yeah, you can only do that in real life. You can't do that on the show. Comedy yeah. blue balls. It's not nice. <laughs> that is... That will be the first Patreon reveal. What was Gavin <laughs> cooking? What was, he what cooking? was Gavin cooking? You yeah. better write it down so I feel like you'll forget by the time that ever happens. There's like, no, I will not. They're trying 15, to distract us from our civil our rights. 15 loyal listeners are losing their minds as we speak. Yeah, they're going feral. <laughs> <laughs> Unfathomable damage to their psyches. <laughs> They've been destroyed. Um, yeah, the last little bit of what I got is I don't know if y'all were aware of all the QAnon shit, but there was like the Pizzagate thing where they said that there were oh, children Lord, yeah. being trafficked in a basement we, of a pizza place that didn't have a basement. If there were was a chance of monetization on any of these episodes, now there isn't. We've we've checked off every major demonetization box imaginable. It only took I don't know, one I'm year. Sure in, it's because corporations don't want to hear the truth, man. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. Did you look up anything about the uh, Wayfair $10,000 cabinets? I have that written $10, down. Cabinets? Written down. <laughs> we're getting flagged. That's Are you guys aware of the, the Wayfair shit? No. Yeah, uh-huh. I bought one. No kids. I'm confirmed. No kids confirmed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, I had a friend that was actually like, I don't know. The Wayfair shit sounds seems pretty legit. I'm like, I don't know. Oh, my know. God. Shush. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for anybody that doesn't know, basically, there were a bunch of like way overpriced shit on Wayfair. And then, like, one of them had to ha- happen to have the name of some girl that was, like, missing. And they figured out, they decided that it was them secretly selling children over Wayfair. But it turns out that really the reason that shit's so ridiculously overpriced is because sellers get a penalty charge or something if you have shit that's out of stock. So they just uh, make it a ridiculous fucking price and nobody's ever actually going to buy it. And I don't know. Obviously, the theory so much attention from the media <sighs> that they're cooking shit under our noses. I don't People know what are they're so cooking. Goddamn absurd sometimes. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. It wasn't the craziest theory we've heard in recent memory. Also, just I don't know thing, what that would be. But. An unpopular opinion, but I think the whole thing with like child sex trafficking is way overblown. You need to look into the things. I'm just saying you, you, that's another whole thing. That's another whole thing okay. that is yeah, way dude, overblown. It's all bad. Don't get me wrong. It's bad, but like the statistics lie. You know, That's all I'm saying. I, I Bloody Spork does I not go support an argument at work <laughs> the other day because my coworkers are like, "John, don't you like believe in conspiracy theories?" And I was like, "No, I'm not a fucking idiot." And they were just like, "Well, how could you just believe everything you're told?" And I'm like, "Cause I'm not stupid." <laughs> I pick and choose what I want to believe in personally. I say, I mean, I, like I'll believe, I believe facts. I'll be, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I'm not uh, going to believe, like, right. I'll far-fetched. Always, I'll, how about I'll always be skeptical? Well, it's like, better, I'll believe better. in the fun ones, like the moon being fun. <laughs> I enjoy, I enjoy yeah. conspiracy theories, but I'm not going to associate <laughs> with conspiracy <laughs> I enjoyed the not alien up, one, actually. up until yeah. it got turned into a whole anti-Semitic thing, and then it stopped being fun. <laughs> well, it was always that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once that was brought it to my attention, I was into like, oh. that. <laughs> All right. You're like, hey, yo, I should probably stop saying that. Yeah, huh? I should probably stop thinking about that. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted so to close much. out real quick with some stuff about the Church of Satan because everybody's like, oh, Satan's so bad, Satanism, terrible. Dude, yeah, what are we fuck. doing on this podcast? <laughs> Satanism isn't even what you think. The Church of Satanism was founded 
April 30th of 1966 by Anton Sandor LeBay. I probably didn't pronounce that middle one right. But Anton LeBay, we're familiar. He said, we are the first above-ground organization in history openly dedicated to the acceptance of man's true nature, that of a carnal beast living in the, or that of a carnal beast living in a cosmos that is indifferent to our existence. Satan, to us, is a symbol of pride, liberty, and individualism, and it is it serves as an external metaphorical projection of our highest personal potential. We do not believe in Satan as a being or person. They are atheists, and they are their own gods because there are no gods to actually believe in. And you should be the center yeah. of your own world. I hate. I actually visited the Church of Satan. What? Um, I I went to it. Thanks. That's cool. I would have loved to go there. It's I, it it's pretty much like a like everything you just said, but in simpler terms, it's like pretty much acceptance of yourself yeah. and indulge. That's basically. <laughs> I imagine Satan like sitting on his chair backwards with his hat backwards, like your guidance counselor. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, listen, guys, you just gotta accept who you are." I mean, that's exactly. <laughs> now, play me in chess. Yeah, play me in chess. Let's get to work on it. Thank you yeah. for satanic panic. Uh, yeah, it's a very uh, grandiose uh, in terms of its scope and could be broken down into multiple individual bits that could be their own topics of discussion on their own. Little and it's forever ongoing. Episodes. And also, yes, I saw the forever. Forever <laughs> ongoing. Either way, to the next one. Thank you for all your hard work. I can tell you really put your oomph into it. Quality. I'll put my whole book into it. Is that what the kids say? Well, she put her whole her whole chussy. <laughs> her whole chussy. <laughs> yes. My whole Chewbacca. The okay. Well, the, anyway, <laughs> the theory I have to present is purely theoretical because it's not physically plausible. Uh, it was called Robert Golf Glass Camera. A lot of the theory I looked into, or theories I looked into, come from the nine-hour-long uh, Wendagoon. Conspiracy theory, iceberg tier list. I'll you call sat that. through all and that? The, uh, yeah, well, I didn't really sit through all of it. I'd listen to like an hour at a time at work. Fair enough. I, I rock with Wendigoon. I just haven't gotten yeah. to that one yet. I've been I've been scared. <laughs> it's it's some interesting stuff. So one of the deeper tiered ones is Robert Golf Glass Camera, which in basic at its core just has to deal with the idea of astral projection uh astral projection being that like you could people have the psychic ability when they go to sleep they're able to basically place themselves anywhere on the planet uh it goes hand in hand ish with like lucid dreaming uh which is then its own little porthole of ideology um but to focus on this there is actually some believe it or not historical footing in it Back in 1967, it was discovered that the USSR was spending 13 to $21 million approximately on parapsychological research. And, of course, during that time, uh, the US and the USSR are going back and forth, just basically trying to show off who's got the bigger governmental penis, I suppose you could say. So they're doing whatever means necessary to flex on each other. And so naturally, with the USSR doing this research, the US partakes in their own research and we do see actually a few mentions of this. Uh, in 2005, Jimmy, Jimmy Carter was interviewed, and he was discussing that the director of the CIA at one time had contacted a psychic in California who was able to astral project herself 
and was able to find a missing plane in the Central African Republic by writing down the latitude and longitude after astral projecting to the location. So, President of the United States confirms this, whatever. There is actual backing to that specific story. I found news articles about it. Gavin, you look like you want to say something. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I kind of want to say something. But I'm going to astral project to your mom's house later, Dan. <laughs> How's John, that? you want to capitalize. Um, I was just going to say, so you're saying that, so what you said is that people are astral projecting in their sleep? Yes. Is that not just dreaming? Yes, but the idea behind astral projecting is that it's intentional. And that they are capable of controlling it and putting themselves into the situation to gain the important and correct information. Right, I'm sure people can say that they're doing that, but like, <laughs> is it there not just dreaming? Right, but she did in fact have, after she brought back her latitude and longitude, they did locate the plane when satellites prior were unable to do so. Uh, I don't know, she probably Something just crazy also, for like, real. Do you think like there's, there's more dreams. like... Oh, go ahead. One of you. You go. I was going to say, is it more likely that she actually projected and figured this out, or is it more likely she caused this whole thing and knew exactly what the blame was to make it look like Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. You are losing it. Gavin, please. More possible. <laughs> more likely. What I was going to say <laughs> is, because there's dreaming, which is just your typical, you don't even remember when you wake up, shit. Then you got vivid dreams, which you cannot, you can't, it's hyper-realistic, but you can't control anything, right? Yes. And then, I guess, comparably, astral projection would be a vivid dream that you are in control of. Mm -hmm. Except, my understanding of astral projection is that it's basically your essence leaving your body right. in its place. And you you actually travel to the location. Yeah, it's like your soul mm -hmm. leaving you. Yeah, so that's even beyond a dream. because Yeah, it's some weird, like I said, ethereal they were going shit. For, American Dad does a great for, job of explaining it. Parapsychological attacks. <laughs> uh, to relate back to Robert Golf, there is discovered evidence that in the late 90s to early 2000s, the CIA, FBI, etc., etc., were looking into a device along the lines of a viewless recorder. So basically being able to view things without there being a physical object, which... In the video, Wendigoon describes as breaking the laws of physics because it's impossible for something to not be physically existent, but also be taking in rays of light to then like determine information, etc., etc. However, the theory resides with Robert Golf astral projecting one time. He had some sort of device hooked up to his head and was transmitting his astral projections. Basically, one time he was out of body for too long. He ended up dying and going to heaven. And all of this was still being streamed to the recording device that they had. And so there was technically found footage of heaven. This found footage was immediately stolen by the Catholic Church, where it's so theorized that course. the Vatican vault still has possession of the footage to this day. Those bastards, they took heaven from us. <laughs> we'll never know. So, <laughs> fucking Pope! Inter 
Yeah, really. It's interesting to see that there was actual some historical true footing to it and that, you know, governments were spending money on this type of research. However, as mentioned, it's physically impossible to have your thoughts transmitted without an actual physical device at all times, etc., etc. There is proof of the U.S. government using psychics to determine information on multiple occasions. I didn't look too deeply into any one specific instance, but a lot of my information came from some... Adam Hennessy, who himself is a medium, and it's from his own website. So take all of this with a grain of salt. <laughs> Super <Wait>. legitimate information. <laughs> Not that Adam Hennessy. Uh, all right, you know what? I'll be sure to link his article. We need to all just learn how to astral project and die. Yeah. And then. Okay. We... I'm on board. Oh, I can die. I just don't. And then. Thoughts. Thoughts. Yeah. Really. <laughs> And then we do a 24-hour live stream uh, from in heaven. heaven. Yes, man, I would donate. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> while just... I'm astro projecting. Thank you. The fucking Vatican, man. Those greedy fucking bastards got to keep all the heaven to themselves. And now to round out and the, the little episode, kids. <laughs> yeah, <we're... laughs> Gavin will take the floor with ground bake ground breaking theories of his own. Yeah. So. Um... I have two. They're both relatively short, just because the one I was initially going to do was um, that Christianity was born in Africa, mm. but there was too much fact involved. Like, it was <laughs> not really a theory at, at this point. Um, so I threw that one in the garbage. Um, it wasn't crackpot enough? No, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> It wasn't crazy entertaining. Yeah, yeah, it would have just been me, like, History Channel spewing. Um <laughs> Then every, anyone who knows me that listens to this probably would assume that I would choose, you know, an ancient alien topic or a um, Atlantis theory or something like that. But that's also, you can base that so much in historical fact or written um, accounts or and things like that. So it's, it, that, it's overplayed. Um, if you want to learn about that, just go watch Ancient Aliens, go watch Ancient Apocalypse on Netflix read some Graham Hancock books, do, do it, do it your own research. We're not here for that. Um, so the first one, it's a real, it's real short. Um, it's, it's about a sonata written in the 1700s by Giuseppe Tartini. It's called the devil's trill. Um, trill I listened fun, to it dude. a couple times. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> <laughs> no. So I listened to it a couple times and it's, it's, it, it's what exactly what you would think once I tell you what it is. It starts out slow, sounds like a simple violin piece. Then a harp joins in, the violin becomes more erratic, a lot of double stops, a lot of just intricate and difficult violin playing. Um, it gets faster, the tempo increases, it gets pretty crazy towards the end, and then it's abrupt. It's an abrupt stop. Um, this piece was never officially published. But it is what he, what Tartini is most known for. It is most his most popular work. It's what he's most famous for. Um, he is not the composer. The devil composed this piece. What? <laughs> um, yes. He came out. What? He came out and said that um, he had a he had a vivid dream, which he was not subject to. It was not something he ever recounted before. He wasn't. It didn't come to him frequently. He said he had a vivid dream 
of the devil telling him that he was going to teach him how to play the violin. Tartini was already a decorated composer. He knows how to play the violin. So he was like, basically just like, what? (laughs) Like, okay, sure. And then the devil proceeded to play this piece. He said the instant he woke up, he wrote it down. But he is cited as saying that what he wrote down is but a shadow of what the devil played for him in his dream. It is not comparable to what the devil pr- pr- produced on his violin. So, um, is this like where the trope of the devil being really good at like the fiddle comes from? I, I'm assuming. Probably. Shit, I, I would it. assume this is the origin. Um, it's also... I know it's in Italy, so like Italy has always been like hyper-religious, but... And it was in Venice. Um, But I feel like the 1700s seems a little recent for this level of religious, like, I don't know. I I just feel like that was, we were moving away from that kind of thought. Yeah. It was like, oh, God came to me in a dream. And, you know, I know exorcists still happen to this day, (laughs) but it's not, you know, when I think of this, I'm thinking of like thir- if th- if this guy would have been from the 1300s or something, I'd or like even give like 1500s at like yeah, point. even yeah. that I would have been like like I'd have been like okay, life reasonable. Was, life was getting a lot more secular by that point. Yeah, so it's but that in the same vein makes this seem a little bit more believable to me because I don't think it was it was much more taboo to say something like this at this time. Meanwhile, I'm sure it was still like everyone's like yeah, sure, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's. You know, and the reason it was never published is because he said he refused to do so out of fear of the devil returning to, to receive his credit, yeah. receive his credit for his piece. Yeah. Um, Don't steal the so credit I'm, from the devil. It's simple as that. Just cite him. It's they could have given him a feature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, writing writing credits. <laughs> no, but I mean that was just something little little cool thing I I found and try trying to find some something to talk about because my other topics kind of got thrown in the dump. Um, <laughs> That's interesting. And then all, all these people, you know, all the superstar artists are always, oh, they made a deal with the devil to get that superstardom. Um, the devil just knows sick beats, I guess. Yeah. Right? I, th- I, well, that mean, I mean, I didn't, I should have done this too. I'm sure you guys are familiar with the, um, I don't, I don't know music that well, but like, I think it's, there's a certain octave that you can play in that is considered like heaven's octave. That any song written, uh, yeah, I'm I know about the brown this... note. <laughs> Not that <Chelsea>. one. <laughs> um, any song written in this whatever like is going to be good, no matter what it is, because it's yeah. the certain certain like frequency. I don't know, but anyway, we won't. I didn't do that, so fuck that. Um, <laughs> the other one I did, I'm sure everybody's heard of. It's, uh, I you know. Wasn't digging too deep on this one, but um, the Vatican Chronovisor, which is the uh, not, a, it's always referred to as a time travel device, <laughs> but it's not because you're not traveling there; you're just seeing it. Um, and the way that it, it's apparently the Vatican has it, uh, they fucking have Those everything. So who knows? They're taking everything. It was, <laughs> it was a Vatican slash Nazi invention. Okay. That, right. uh, um, that collab does not surprise me. It does not. Yeah, I mean, you know the hand, the, the, the white hand and the black hand? Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it's, it's Hitler and the Pope. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. It was in the, um, apparently, like, the first announcement of it was in the 60s, but apparently it was invented, like, in the 40s. So I found, I chose to do this because I was looking for World War II teleportation theory, oh. and I couldn't find much on it. <laughs> Shocking. Um, so I had to stick with this. But um, basically how it works is it takes the existing vibrations in the space-time continuum from past events, disassembles them, and, and then re- reforms them into what it would have looked like. So basically it's a, it cr- would create a hologram-esque thing within a screen that you could also apparently rotate to get different angles of, different perspectives. Um, you couldn't go there and you couldn't interact with the event, but you could see events and you could triangulate specific points based on where you were looking in the at the vibrations in the space-time continuum. Huh. Um, now, I don't... I don't know how vibrations form differently. This was something I was thinking of. It's like, does the significance of the event... Firstly, a, the significance of an event changes throughout time. So, like... I don't know. When... When Jesus was crucified, because that's obviously it's a religious thing, so that gets referenced. At the time, I'm sure it was yeah. huge deal. But then he, so that was, but like when it happened, that has its vibration. But then he rose from the dead, <laughs> per the Bible. Well, the vibrations though would not have changed. Yeah. At the initial. So I don't know. It's I don't understand <laughs> how vibrations triangulate location. Because it's, I guess maybe that's the space. It's just I don't. It, I don't so, get it. so it's like but a anyway, vibe viewer. Pretty yeah, basically it's like whoa vibe spike. That's like, <laughs> you know the snap map. <laughs> okay, that's when the fair. snap map has the heat, the heat signatures. Yeah, right, right, that's right. what. Dude, that's the what vibes are kind of um, off at this point in time. Well, it's it's yeah. interesting. I I think I've referenced it before, but basically they just they've determined that there are earthquakes in space, and that basically within How those earthquakes fuck? that. <laughs> the time space continuum is altered in a way that they believe time travel in general to be theoretical pl- theoretically plausible due to these uh earthquakes space quakes as you will so it's interesting well, the space and tectonic plates like the what I, I forget how it played out exactly i forget i forget how the space Got quakes it. play out it's probably like waves <laughs> some, some, some um, weird. Yeah. but i i saw Going off what you just said, um, I'm pretty sure it was Stephen Hawking who said this. Probably. Firstly, he did some real research. Going back in time is way more impossible than going forward. Yeah. Because in order to go forward, you just need to go fast. Yeah. (laughs) That's what he said. (laughs) So, and I, hey, I mean, I get it. He said it needed to be done in space because space and time are different in outside of our atmosphere. Um, and you just got to go fast. That's what he said. Dude. But going backwards, which is what the chronovisor is saying it can do, is that is where things become tricky. Not that going forward is not tricky, but you get <laughs> what I'm saying. Um, so back, it's called chronotopology. It's the ability to recreate events based on the vibrations left in the space in space time. Um, and they have all these, you know, fake examples of what they were able to see <laughs> with this. <laughs> like the, the, in the 70s, apparently they the church cited that they were able to re- go back and watch the crucifixion of Jesus. Why the fuck um, they want to do okay. that? Perfect. Just watch Passion of the Christ. The Foe movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so they did that, and then 
a guy said he was able to go back and watch Dante's journey through the afterlife, which is a fucking poem. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, so then I was like, great, this has got to be another theory that Dante's poem is fact. So where's that theory? (laughs) Because I need to read that. He clearly went to Um, the seventh layer, obviously. Yeah, and then and then got back. So as above, so below is an actual documentary. He went to Mel Bowles and then he came back by proxy. I almost, I almost did my research on the premise of that movie because it's incredibly fascinating alchemy and the the concept of. Go listen to our as above, so below episode. Please do. Yeah, yeah, we talk about it. We do talk (laughs) talk about about it. it briefly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so there's all kinds of dumb shit. They even produced a photo of Christ. Oh my god. Um, which was later deduced to be a postcard reversed. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Perfect. So a guy took a took a photo of Jesus from a postcard and just flipped it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, um, check this shit out. I'm, but I'm pretty sure. Sorry, go ahead. No, uh, I was gonna say that I imagine the chronovisor. It's like those things in the '90s you put up to your face and you put the, you fucking crank the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently it was like a TV, basically. Oh, okay, sure, definitely. Sure. That's basically what they were saying. Um, but I'm almost certain I've seen like other photos that, yeah, eh, yeah pretty much yeah. like Willy Wonka. Um, I'm pretty sure I've seen other photos that they said are from the Chronovisor, um, but they're always firstly black and white. Secondly, they're incredibly close up of whatever they're looking at. So it's like that just sounds like a TV. What are you, you're not even seeing. <laughs> yeah, what I don't know. It's, you, yeah, it's yeah, quite it's quite far fetched. And that was it. Yeah, um, but they they try to pull some fast ones on people. So <laughs> when they were explaining who built it, they cited Enrico Fermi, who was a uh, Nobel Prize winning phys- physics person, Werner. Werner von Braun, who was a Nazi weapons designer, and then Umberto Orterzi, I think is what this is, or Ortenzi, who was a rocket scientist in Italy. Um, so basically the guy was just name dropping anybody he could think of. It was like, <laughs> no, nah, they, these guys worked on this. So it's, you, I'm telling you, it's real. Bro, this <laughs> it's, just like the, it's, it's legit, dude. Right. It's like, it's the equivalent of me just being like, no. I know Da Vinci worked on it, okay, dude? I'm telling <laughs> you, Da Vinci made this shit. <laughs> I'm I saw it on you, the dude. chronovisor. Da Vinci was involved. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the photo of Jesus was fake. Um, <laughs> they said that they had a transcript of a lost... It was a lost <laughs> fucking, like, story from ancient Greece called... Thyestes, I think is how it's pronounced. Um, but obviously it was had since been found. Um, but in the chronovisor, he said that he watched the play and transcribed it while he was oh watching it God. being performed in ancient Greece. <laughs> um, and then when they, when they looked at the transcript that he had, it was like, apparently like, like multiple pages too short. And like he, like it, he missed a bunch of stuff. And he was using um, like Greek dialect that postdated the like genesis of the play by like two hundred years. So he basically just f- was lying. <laughs> um, Liar, spreading misinformation on the internet. <laughs> but I, all of these things are proving to me that it's not real. 
but mm. I was linked through my research to a website that was dated September 23rd, 1988. Uh-huh. And it linked me to the official Vatican website with the, offic- the, the official stance of excommunication of the church for releasing or recording official confessions. <laughs> Go on. Go on. So, are you not seeing what I'm saying? Yes. It's be- Explain like, it to me like I'm five. Okay, so you know what, when you give a confession in the church, you go into the little yes, box and yeah, you tell the yeah. priest something? Basically, when I looked up a Vatican secret, it linked me to their official stance on executing people from Christianity for releasing <laughs> things secrets. spoken about in the church. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, I'm assuming there'll be somebody at my house or a letter <laughs> or something once this gets released. What um, the but fuck that were you saying? That was pretty. That was pretty crazy. And it, it's yeah. the that sent that stance was from 1988, but the the original. Um, I'm assuming just it was probably like in Latin or something fucking crazy. They had to like <laughs> just redo it. it. Was from like the 1300s, yeah. um, and it gets cited in, on the on that page. Um, nice. So that was an interesting development while I was doing research. I was like, <laughs> that seems like a pretty fucking crazy thing to come up when you're researching, typing in Vatican secrets, and then the yeah. first thing comes up is, hey, fucking, you better not. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna be you a Gavin. <laughs> yeah. So he's good. I can't go to church cool. anymore, dude. Yeah, my church Bummer. shut down, so I can't go anyway. It's not like I was. Um, you were yeah. doing this research. That's all I got for that. Yeah, uh, I I did hate that they just kept saying it was a time travel device because they were not traveling yeah. anywhere. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, obviously yeah. not how time travel works. If you've played Pokemon Diamond, you know how time travel works. <laughs> Shit, for real. Straight up, you catch Dialga. No, and but he it does it, more it, of time. <laughs> it is interesting, the idea that hypothetically going to the future is easy like hypothetically just gotta go really fast which well, isn't just a very layman's terms way of saying yeah we could do it maybe someday yeah. well that just tells me that if we can find a black hole close enough to us to manipulate not even to manipulate but the speeds within a black hole are just incalculable unfathomable in, in right and we just we send a know. fucking YouTuber into one. <laughs> Why? And he just, right. he just streams that I shit. have said you that if I'm Mark ever diagnosed with something there. terminal, send me into a black hole. I want to know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm sure there's a sign-up site. There's probably Whatever. just a chance that you could end up in the future. I'm not, yeah. Or you, you just die. But there is probably a chance. Ripped apart, atom by atom. Yeah. You get like no, spaghetti. No, obviously, we gotta make a spaceship that can survive. Duh. There's no such thing. <laughs> what if they're just like in those old cartoons and it is just like a black hole? Like it's just, it's just flat. It's nothing. It's not a black hole. It vacuums you into nothingness. It's a black dot. Uh, like I don't spot, want to send alarm the, the Spider Verse movie. Yeah, yeah. Just send those fucking send the fucking submarine in that bitch. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. I don't want to alarm anyone, but there are Vatican assassins outside my house. <laughs> I fire. Right, well, <laughs> you got you got it, Brody. Uh, that's gonna do it. Conspiracy theories. As you could tell, we had a great time. Extra long episode for your listening pleasure. Oh. Uh, without further ado, if I you don't even... already. 
please proceed uh, with your thought. Uh, I was just going to say, I didn't even bring up the time tr- interdimensional fucking Bigfoot. Yeah. So <laughs> He really wanted to. I really I wanted to, too. <laughs> like we said, there are so many different tiny theories on. out there. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, there's so many theories out there that we could... Uh, this is why we put parts on these. This is why we have already like a, we're gonna have like an alien subseries, paranormal subseries of spork feeding. That's why they get the Roman numerals. This is only conspiracy theories one. So be ready for a new batch any month now. It could be a summer of conspiracy theories. We don't know yet. We'll see how we're feeling at the end of July. This is June's episode technically. So. Without further ado, if you don't already, you can follow us on Instagram, at Bloody Spork. You can follow us on Twitter, down with Twitter, but you can follow us on Twitter, at Bloody Spork Pod. We definitely won't occupy your 600 tweet limit too much. We'll try and not to. If you want to email us uh, for their movie suggestions or uh, spork feeding topics, you can email us at bloodysporkpod at gmail.com. Without further ado, part three, I'm Dan. Gavin. John. Chelsea. And that's been Conspiracy Theory Spork Feedings. Have a great day. We love Sporky. Never believe anything you see on the internet. Have a great day. Yeah, question everything. Including this. Bye. (laughs) Yeah, this is AI generated. Good night. (laughs)